Welcome back to the Wealth Management Unfiltered Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Justin Sheehan, and we are here on site at the Fort Wayne headquarters for Wealth Management Accounting and all the sister companies, uh, ProTax and Accounting and DR Financial. It's an exciting time to see you, Dennis, in person. We've seen you a lot on Zoom. You're in Florida, you know, in the Florida office, but you you come back and forth. You you serve your clients all over. Uh, And we have here Heather Amador. And I'm just going to read off what I wrote down. Enrolled agent. We're going to talk about what that means. CPA, 20 plus years of experience, master's degree, qualified to do the work that we do here at Wealth Management Accounting. And I'm excited uh, today uh, to talk with Heather and Dennis about some year-end tax things you can do. So if you're a business owner, an individual, uh, it's the holiday season, we have some year-end things happening, we have nonprofits asking for money, we have you know things we got to do for our taxes, we're going to get a little bit into what you can do last minute and what you should do big picture when it comes to tax planning and preparation. So it's going to be an exciting uh, podcast today. Thanks for tuning in. Heather, I want to get into your story first because this is the first time our audience has met you and seen you. Okay. And um, you have a great story to tell, but what is your background? Like, why, why are you in this business? I started off in a tax firm just working tax season while my kids were little. Um, they had a great training program, so you just pay a registration fee and take as many classes as you want, and I did. I took as many classes as I could on the taxes and, and did all kinds of different types of tax law. Um, built up my knowledge quick, and my customer base grew just as quick. That's, that's, and, and talk about, so you've been with uh, this group for you know, the last three or so years. Why did you join in, in uh, Wealth Management Accounting and ProTax? Um, I decided to go and get my master's degree in accounting. Mm-hmm. So uh, as I was finishing up the degree, I started looking around for full-time jobs, and uh, I saw that they had an ad out, and I applied to it. And when I talked to uh, the uh, office person who called me for an interview, she kind of told me a little bit about what they do, and I thought, well, that's pretty cool, because I don't think a lot of places do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> True story. Very yeah. true story. Yeah. Dennis, what's your perspective as, as Heather joined the team? Um, I met Heather probably after two or three interviews, you know, at some point, many of the, the team, I, I don't really get the advantage of talking to before there are, but I did with Heather Mm -hmm. and, um, Heather went through some testing and I, and I, I remember looking at Heather and I said, you're, um, you're, you're very different. And I look at that as very special Heather. I said, you don't fit the pattern of a normal tax preparer. Mm-hmm. And, she, and, and, and I, I'm kind of putting it on. I'm getting, and she's looking at me, well, is that good or bad? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Heather, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I want you on the team. And so we went, we went through some other things. And I said, so do you want to be on this team? And she expressed, well, absolutely. I love what I see so far. And I'm sure there's a lot more to happen. And I said, yes. So it was a... a I don't know how Heather felt, but I was kind of giving her a hard time where she was thinking, maybe I don't qualify, and yet it was she was overqualified, wow. and it was wonderful experience. And so ever since, she's uh, exemplified herself in coming up with solutions for clients yeah. that I don't feel very few people in this county or state could equal. Right. That's my perspective. I... Um, 
she probably doesn't hear enough on how much I appreciate you, Heather. <laughs> well, you know, the, the key word I heard from, from both of you is different, right? And, and I hear this from clients, your clients all the time. I, I doing the marketing and working with other firms before, you know, there's sort of a, a way of thinking, you know, and I'm not trying to, this is not trying to criticize other firms, right. but there's a way of thinking and a, and a practice that people have, and that's fine, it works, but... I always was looking, and I think I shared with you the other day, I was just looking, there has to be more, right? There has to be another way, a different way, an innovative way, right? It's 2022, 2023, and it's, it feels like, and I, I feel that wealth management accounting is in that mode of innovation, leveraging the tax code, maximizing that. But Heather, when you say different, what do you mean by different when, when you first started working here? Um, I think a lot of accountants, when they you know, look at a person's situation, they think about it from a box, you know, and they try to treat everybody kind of the same way. It's kind of the same answer. And it's not necessarily a bad answer, but maybe there's a better answer. It's because each person's situation is different. So you've got to look at, you know, what's maybe better for this person. So at Wealth Management Accounting, we talk about being different, right? And, and there's, there's a lot of firms that say they're different. And when you see different and experience different, that's when you feel the difference. <laughs> Not to overuse that word. But, but let's get into how we see that difference. There are a lot of challenges business owners face. Yeah. And there's the existential crisis of the economy and inflation and things like that. There's the everyday challenges of running a business and you know paying this amount of taxes and, and not having things structured. But from your perspective, Heather, what, what's the biggest challenge you see business owners face when it comes to tax preparation? Or lack of knowledge. You know, you people, well, they come in and they, uh, and we ask them certain questions like, do you have an operating agreement? And they're like, what's that? <laughs> so, that may have been me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, some of them, they come in, they've not formed any entity or they come in and, oh yeah, I, I did it online. And uh, if you ask, you know, do you have an operating agreement? They, they, a lot of times they don't even know what that is or they just don't have one, hmm. um, and they don't realize why it's important to have one. Why is that um, important? Operating agreement, uh, it says how the business is gonna be run. If there's partners, it says how we're gonna do distributions. Um, if there's ever a court hearing, that's something that they're gonna ask for, and if you don't have an operating agreement, it's gonna fall to whatever the state's default rules are on your LLC or your corporation or whatever type of business you have. Wow. It's so interesting because I asked about taxes and we're talking about operating agreements, business structures, things that my I've, other accounts aren't really asking. Um, Denny, what is your perspective on the, on the challenges business owners have? Lack of knowledge is the perfect overall, but what does that really mean? Mm -hmm. So somebody hears that, oh, you need a LLC. Okay. I just... <laughs> had that recently. Well, I had it with a business that's very, very successful. It's been in business for 40 years. And I said, could I see your operating agreement? What's that? This is a multi-million dollar business that nobody ever asked him or may have never had an operating agreement. So why that's so important, Heather already said, that's kind of your Bible or uh, the structure of the entity. It tells you whether you can do a medical reimbursement. It, it has in there whether you, how your distributions may go. Hmm. 
or, or distributed, whether it's earned income or whether it's, it's just a profit, which is a big difference between profit distribution and earned income. Right. How much income do you need? Um, so right off the bat, earned income is the highest way to be taxed. And most accountants automatically apply that to all distributions because that's quick, easy, and painless. Mm-hmm. But it maximizes the tax liability for the business owner. See, it doesn't, like, how, how does that, why are we applying, not we as wealth, but why are others applying the highest tax? Okay, here's an example. Um, you have two people that go form an LLC and they just do it online. Mm-hmm. So multi-member LLC by default is a partnership. And they're treated as general partners. Well, general partners are subject to self-employment tax. So now all of the money they make is subject to self-employment tax. And it doesn't necessarily need to be. Because, so. because the entity is not structured properly, the operating agreement's wrong. So right off the bat, I, I asked another gentleman, he said, well, I got an, an LLC. So I said, you have a sole member, you have a multi-member. Do you have a member-managed or, or a manager-managed entity? And he says, what are you talking about? That is critical to setting up how you're going to pay taxes the rest of your life. So and it's just... Yeah. Well, it's, it's in a way, it's it's the fundamentals of how your business is created or structured is affecting, you know, my year-end taxes or my quarterlies or, or however you pay it. I, I'm wondering, because I remember our, I'm, I'm in the shoes of a business owner. I just go to my, my old CPA and I said, hey, I just want to, like, I want to not pay as much in taxes as possible. I want to keep that money so I can reinvest it, you know, hire more people. And... The discussion had nothing to do with it was oh write offs and but you're saying it's it's a deeper, deeper issue or deeper thing we have to look at. Yeah, so if you, that's what we call foundationally the setup that then a tool that your team can work with. So fun. So how does a carpenter go build a house without nails, hammers, air guns, screws? So they're just saying there's a lumber setting here, make that into the house, but there's no tools to make it happen. How silly is that? It is literally that silly <laughs> on a business owner that works so hard, and all of a sudden he's finding out, you know, he's got a profit margin he has to deal with, expenses, and all of a sudden he's paying the maximum amount of tax? Yeah, it doesn't seem right. You have the hardest, you know, the backbone of our economy business owners who employ, what, 70% of people in the country? Right? They are the foundation of our capitalistic system. And, and then you have one here, and I may be going ahead of it, but there's so many books documenting exactly what we're talking about. It isn't like we're the only ones here. Right. It, this is common things that wealthier people take advantage of and that the normal, hardworking, just, backbone of America is busting their butt to make a living for their family, but almost have insurmountable obstacles to overcome. And all we're saying, all these are available to you. And like I've mentioned Tom Wheelwright's book, Tax-Free Wealth, How to Create Tax-Free Wealth. Most of the tax code is an incentive to encourage business development. 30 pages out of 5,700 are devoted to tax collection. So 99, 99.5% of the tax code is devoted to business development, a way to leverage it for wealth building, yes. and only 30 pages, less than a half percent, yes. 
But most are just using the 30 pages. Yes. You got it. The 30 pages to make sure that the customer or the client is in compliance with the tax code so they don't get in trouble is what most tax preparers deal with. And that's, I guess, one piece. Right. That's it. But it's not the whole pie. Uh, very, very small. It's a very small pie. <laughs> but I envision a store owner in New York. And he walks into a store owner, this thug, and he says, you need fire insurance. Well, I already have fire insurance. Well, it's not the kind that I'm talking about. I need X amount of dollars or your building's going to burn. That kind of fire insurance. Right. Not too far off of people paying a tax liability they don't even owe because they're afraid they might have an audit. What's the difference? I mean, you break it down to that it really, simplistic. It really isn't. Why would you pay 50% too much taxes because you're scared of being audited? Why not know your numbers, know the code, have a team, pay what's legally required, and start accumulating wealth that you really deserve? Yeah, th this is not trying to game the system, no. right? This is, and you see the, the the PR about Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and Oprah having, you know, it's all sides of the political spectrum. They 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 only pay one percent of taxes or zero. It's well, they're leveraging those tools we're talking about, and yeah, Correct. those are billionaires. We're doing it with, I mean, I guess some billionaires, but right, we're doing it with more business owners. Th these tools are accessible. And, and the whole code is written that way. As the business owner is successful, he hires more people who create more tax liability for the government. It's literally the tax code is the seed for development to enhance the economy and collect more taxes. So the government's <laughs> incentivized to do this, right? Because they, a, 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 a bigger pie helps all, right? The rising yes. tide raises all. Boats. There you go. And when you have a book that's a national bestseller, by Tom Wheelwright, who is a uh, top CPA, that is clearly identifying and basically tacking his whole profession. And most CPAs, which he is one, are very good at the 30 pages. Hmm. And it's a quote in there, it's anybody accessible. So we're not making this up. And, and as people understand, I want never to be fearful of an audit. Be prepared. Yeah. If you have an audit, have a team that's going to back you up, know your numbers, and be able to answer any question the IRS may ask you. Now you have a comfort level right. that's pretty warm and friendly, and you can spend your time making your business grow. Right. Heather, um, talk about the process, right? Uh, we talk about maybe the right way of doing it, but what is ProTax's approach to tax planning and tax preparation? Well, every business owner is different. Everybody has different needs. They're in a different spot in their life. We have people coming in that are just starting out. We have people coming in that have been in business for years. We have people come in and they've got IRS problems. We have people coming in and they're getting ready to retire. So you have to look at what's the big picture for this person. What do they need? And that comes down to their tax planning of we're going to make certain decisions and do certain things to help them with where they're at in their life. So, so it sounds like more of a holistic approach. It's yeah. not just a one-size-fits-all or, hey, I know you're trying to reduce your tax liability. It might be other goals or other things depending on where they're at in the business. Well, that's why we have them fill out this big questionnaire to figure out what are your goals? What do you want to do? When do you want to retire? Um, you know, what do you want to leave to your kids? 
Yeah, let's talk about that because I know sometimes doing a long questionnaire can be intimidating or, and it could be an objection and, and we have some customers that are like, well, I'd have to fill this all out. In my last place, I just had to like give them past returns and fill out a one pager. But talk about why this data is important. Why, if, we, if they fill out this questionnaire, why does this actually help them? Well, then we see what their big picture is. So we see, you know, is there other things that we can do for them? Is there estate planning that we can do? Is there um, ways to save them on taxes? Um, is there ways to help them protect their assets? Because a lot of people don't think about that. Of, uh, are you protecting your assets with the way your business is set up? Yeah, and that, that all plays a role with tax planning and preparation, but it, it sounds like we're touching on something even bigger, yeah. right, which, which is wealth management, right? And, and that's, that's the name, wealth management accounting. And, and here's Heather that's uh, obviously well-experienced, very qualified CPA, that this is important, that we know the client's clearly defined goals, that we have a plan to reach their goals, and that... Uh, her part of the tax planning enhances all the clients wanting to accomplish in their life. Much, much different than just taking your history, your numbers. So that's why we're really busy right now. This is our busiest time of year because we're doing all the tax planning for 2022 now, not waiting till after January 1st. So that January 1st, anytime you're waiting down January 1st, you're reporting history. Right. We have the ability to look at their goals, look at their current tax liability. What can we do to enhance that? Do you need to put in programs or, or what can we do to reduce that tax liability now that will be too late January 1st? So, so talk about uh, if I'm a brand new business owner, let's say I have a, you know, a top line business of $5 million, you know, maybe my 20% profit margin, so $1 million um, of business profit. I'm coming in now. You talked. You, you said a couple of things. You know your numbers. You have a, a, a diverse plan. But give me a step by. What's that step by step process? If I'm new to to you guys. So, one of the reasons we have to ask so many questions is because if we do not have your clearly defined goals, if we don't know your numbers, how can we possibly put together any plan, even investments? In other words, how do you know where you want to invest, what your risk level is, what your tax liability is, unless the team is coming together, has all these facts and figures that we can sit down that we make a proposal to the client. So the first thing that's very frustrating, I know, on new clients is how fast, because they're coming in, I heard about you, I want to get this going quick. Well, let's just say right now, I got all this, what can you do to help me for this year, 2022, and we got how many weeks? There's not many. There are not many. So how do I get you all the information put together to plan and impact this year? We make every effort to make that happen, but it's hard. And the client said, how much time are you willing to spend? What does that mean? Until we have all the data, the questions clearly know what you want to do. How do we proceed? He said, we just do the taxes like the last guy. We're not a magic bullet. Just because Heather's pen is filling it out does not mean... A big change. Right. We, we're, we're putting clearly define your goals, put a plan together, and then my team will back you in making your plan work. Right. So, Heather mentioned, I'm glad you did. I didn't realize you knew <clears throat> the struggle clients have on filling out all this information. I I don't know. I'm I'm learning here things I didn't know my 
my top tax preparers were so focused on the client's goals and how they helped the plan to create them wealth. I I mean, because you have so many parts and I never know how much, you know, the document preparation people, you know, the, the, the wealth management people, the Reynolds Wealth Management, their part in what we do. And then Heather, and gosh, Heather... I'm blessed. <laughs> we learn something new every day, right? And that's that's a cohesive, yeah. <laughs> that's that cohesive team. It is. Yeah, I just didn't expect that out of, of Heather. But, you know, when she talks about every time we come in with Heather, a problem. This client has had this done in the past. Now he's realized what he needs. Heather, I need you to do miracles. I need you to come up with some ways not only to solve the past ills, but to develop the future. And she lights up. I mean, you know, a lot of tax preparers, oh my, I got this pound, this mountain of tax work to do. But she's like, oh, when can we help? <laughs> Salivating. Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, it's just not, that's the people we have. And, and that's not easy to find. Mm, no, no, I, I think we were just blessed when she walked through the door. And, uh, you know, I hope I encourage you. As much as you do. You're saying it's hard to find people who love tax law? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the top of everyone's list in college, right? (laughs) And then, you know, she met Jim, and I don't know how much she's met Barrett, our tax attorney. And, and of course, Chris, you have a, you obviously know his abilities. Yes. And I guess you feel part of the team. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Maybe this is a bad spot to be asking that. Well, but we have a, we have a, and Heather is a part of We have a big team, right? So you're, you're meeting Heather, but we have tax preparers, we have bookkeepers, um, you know, we have advisors. It's that, you know, we talk about all-inclusive wealth management centered on you. And, and what I love, especially as it co- comes to taxes, right, you can watch YouTube videos, you can watch Fox News or MSNBC. You're going to have a person on there, a pundit, say, oh, this is the three things you got to do. And if you don't do it, you're missing out. And what I just heard is you could do those things, but let's actually, what are your goals? What do you really want? You're the entrepreneur. You've built this business. And what are your current numbers? What's our baseline? You know, it's if you ever go see a doctor, right? And like, I think I have heart problems. Well, let's, you know, check your blood pressure. Like, let's get a baseline, right? It's no different than... <laughs> Checking our own health, it's in a way our business health. Well, you said something that is also hard for people, new people to understand. I need a snapshot of where you are now. Well, why is that so important? Because I want to measure how effective and how big a help we are for you. And if we don't have a way to measure next year, the year following, and, and keep looking at how we, you won't even realize the impact my team has had. So it's kind of a win-win. You know what's happening, and I want us to be your best investment you ever made. He said, what are you talking about? You mean what we pay for tax preparation could actually help us create wealth? There should be a return. I want a return on your investment. The accounting, everything else should be the same. And so that's kind of a weird vibe that Well, it's a different model, right? Most preparers, and whether it's lawyers or tax preparers, right? They're, They're retained or you're paying them a fee. They do the job, usually the 30 pages. But what we're saying is, look, we want, this is part of your overall plan, planning that we want to help with. You should have a return. 
There should be a return on your investment. You do the number, do the math. So if we take a snapshot and then I show you, here's what you paid us and here's what we have returned for your investment, people are pretty excited this time of year when they come out of their annual reviews. It's most fun for us. Now for new clients, it's the most Oh my goodness, I gotta get all this done before I have an impact for this year. And you gotta remember, many of these clients, we don't have the tools set up correctly. Mm -hmm. But when they see what we could have done if they had it, it's a, I I can't tell you this phenomenon where we get a new client, they've only been with us a month, six weeks, and they're sending three or four clients in. I said, we haven't even had a chance to show you how well we can do. He said, I, I'm just overwhelmed with what your effort is, the foundation you're laying, what you're saying, that I, I, I want everybody I know and care about to be over here. <laughs> so that's a pretty cool phenomenon. But I always say, why don't we wait a year to really show you that I delivered on all we told you? Was there anything wrong with me bringing people now? Well, of course not. <laughs> but it's, it's been fun and exciting to see that. And I know you've experienced that, Heather. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's another thing. We have a lot of people involved in our team, but we always want one or two key people. Like I'll call Heather and say, I think this is a good fit for you, Heather. So Heather and let's say Chris or Kaylee or, or Denise or Mark or any of this will partner up with one person. So these people don't have so many people. So they know if they call and they say, well, who are you working with? And you say, Heather or Chris. And either one know what the other one is, they know the client's paperwork, they know their clearly defined goals, and yet they're not overwhelmed with, well, who's this person, who's that person? I don't wanna to talk to a different person every time I call. Yeah. And that's been great. I, yes. uh, and, and I don't know, I, I really haven't called you with anybody that, I'm always picking out who I think of the team is the best fit. <clears throat> and I hope you're not ever offended because I, Steered it somewhere else. I didn't think so because <laughs> Kether keeps really busy. But <laughs> well, that's that's a great thing, right? So you have a team with multiple perspectives, which is what you need when you're developing a plan um, and to, to build wealth. But you have that one person you can always talk to. You have that one person that that your go to that is going to champion you. That's going to fight for you. Do all those things. All right. So it's if you're watching this, it's probably mid to late December. Right, you're around family more. You're thinking about year end. It's the holidays, whatever holidays you celebrate. So I want to talk about two things, Heather. So um, for those that aren't clients of ours right now, and you know the ultimate solution is become a client. But um, we want to provide value whether you're a client or not, and that and that's true. That's the heart of wealth management accounting is we want to add value whether you pay us or not because. We do care about business owners. I mean, you, you heard the passion. Um, Heather, what are some things in this last month business owners can do to maximize uh, uh, their for tax planning and to you know minimize their tax liability? What are some small things they can do in this last sort of period of the year? Well, they should try to talk to somebody, especially if they're going to do something big, make some big decision. You know, I'm going to sell this property or, um, or I want to buy this piece of equipment to try to get my taxes down. But uh, I, I talked to one young man. Um, he's a trucker. He's already making six figures in his 20s. And uh, he was going to go buy this piece of land. 
and uh, to deduct on his taxes. And uh, fortunately, uh, we had talked about this, and I told him, uh, land's not deductible. Mm. And so then he didn't buy it. <laughs> but he was going to drop a bunch of his cash into that. I said, okay, so let's, uh, let's talk to Chris Hanna and see if there, maybe there's some better ways to make your cash work for you. Wow. For so tax deduction. For tax yeah. deduction. Yeah, so he had that for tax deduction, and he was totally unaware that buying that land was going to do nothing to reduce his tax liability. Well, fortunately, we were able to, you know, yeah. stop him so before he did that, tied up his money. If there's a dollar attached to it, please call us. Yeah, <laughs> so, so even in this last period, and I, I think maybe the, the summary is, if there's some sort of thing you want to do or event, right? Maybe, you know, I feel like I want to donate a bunch to my church or a nonprofit for year-end, right? They're doing a big capital campaign. Well, should I do that before January 1st? Should I wait till that? Should I defer it? Right. And, and the answer is not going to be a yes or no. It's going to be dependent on your situation and what you want, right? Well, just use that one. I know Heather would tell them, well, I'm looking at your tax liability. You're not going to have that much impact by making that donation. Why not do it January 1st as long as you can still meet the need? And we will transfer that to next year. Or, oh my gosh, what a blessing. You need this badly. Do it immediately. Don't wait till January 1st. So you can see two different instances give Heather totally different advice to the client. Because we know where they're at. Yeah. That, that's what's exciting. We know the numbers. We know the, and the, and the team's working together so that they can make very quick, appropriate decisions when asked. Right. And so I see sort of two things, right? There's the, the big picture foundational things where we know your goals, we know your numbers, and that takes time to do. And it takes a commitment, and you'll see the return if, if the business owner will see, the individual will see the return if they do it. And when you have that backdrop or foundation, it makes the situational stuff super easy. Because then, it, using that example of making a charitable donation, you know their numbers if it makes sense to defer it to next year or, or do it now. You know if we should buy this piece of equipment now or later Right, and they need a piece of equipment, but they don't need it like today. Maybe they need it in January at, or February at some point. Maybe we buy it now. So it sounds like it's it's you, you need that foundation. Otherwise, you're sort of in a way, it's people are guessing. Then it's like, oh, should I buy this land, or should I make this? Unfortunately, I almost always guess wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's other notes. You know, we run into that, and that's another reason we started the fixed price agreement, where they can feel comfortable not getting a bill that they can ask any of our team at the appropriate time before they buy it. One of the funny stories I had, I had a client that said, listen, I'm going to an RV show, and I know we kind of fall in love with things and buy it. So I, you're going to get a call from me. I'm, we're probably going to be sitting down at the salesman, ready to sign the contract, and you're to say no. <laughs> and it happened. They called me, there, and I said, no, that's not going to work out this year in their planning and they come home, thank you so much. It was a $500,000 purchase. Wow. But they used us, and that's what I'm kind of explaining. We can use you to help you in those weak moments you have right. <laughs> to say no. Or, or, for example, I have people say, I know my son's going to come ask me for a loan, and I'm going to call you, and you say, no, that won't fit into your planning. <laughs> this is a little different than your normal. It helps them in tough situations that they would like an exit and I don't know if you've run into that, but I, I've had 
Do you have any examples of like any stories, maybe similar or stories of where someone had a taxable event, they didn't even know, or, or they reached out to you? Oh, that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. Where they uh, they've sold a property. Um, like I said, this is where I like to talk to them before they sell it, because <laughs> um, maybe you want to hold off selling this. Or I, well, like I had a, a client uh, call me not that long ago about uh, the new vehicle credit, and he said I want to go out and buy a Tesla. And I told or a G wagon. That's my favorite one. Oh, yeah, it's the well, I told limit. him, well, it, let's let's hold off on the Tesla for now because that new vehicle credit, part of it kicked in this year, but part of it, most of it's kicking in later down the road. And uh, if you buy a Tesla this year, there's no credits for Teslas this year. See, that's a good example of someone's watching CNBC. And they hear the guys that you gotta buy the electric vehicle today. You got these tax credits, or my favorite solar, right? The whole solar thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's free. It's free. It's basically <laughs> free. All these credits. Well, yeah, my uh, my parents uh, live in Port Charlotte, and of course Charlotte County got hit by Hurricane Ian, mm-hmm. and they uh, all the solar panels were ripped off their roof. And my mother's going to replace the solar, so she's well. Is there a tax credit we can get for this? Well, the solar that they've got, the solar panels just heat their pool. That's all it does. And I told her, nope, not for that. Not mm. if you're just heating your pool. Yeah, that solar credit only applies to, you know, you're heating your house or uh, electric for your house. Or, Got so. it. So, so key thing, if there's something you're going to do that's a big purchase or investment or sale or inve- talk to PTA, talk to ProTax, talk to Wealth Management Accounting, and, and get some direction. That's the short term. The big term is let's, you know, the call to action is let's understand your numbers. Let's understand your goals. Let's, uh, you know, my, my favorite thing is, uh, so Quicken, right, this big conglomerate, right, they have this new feature where you can video conference someone um, right away. And this billion-dollar company recognized that people want to talk to real people, and if you've ever tried it, it doesn't work that great. I appreciate what they're doing, but people want to talk to real people. Uh, if you Google the Tesla tax credit, you're going to get 10 articles that would tell you something different. And that's because yes. the internet is old and new and there's, there's all kinds of misinformation. So the, the key thing I want you to remember here is there's real people. I'm, I'm talking to Heather. I'm talking to Dennis. They're real. I, they're actual people. <laughs> And if you go throughout this whole office or in the Florida office, there's real people. And when you call, and usually someone answers, and if they don't answer, leave a voicemail. I was talking to uh, Barrett two days before he's having his baby. I had, my problem was who Barrett is. So so Barrett Rodriguez, he's our uh, tax law. Uh, he's a our, our lawyer, tax attorney, tax attorney. Yes. Um, and two days before he's having a baby, I had a question about the employee retention credit. Oh, that's another. Fun thing. If you have any questions on that, talk to talk to us. Um, and I knew he was having this baby, and you know there wasn't a deadline for the employee retention credit, so I called him, just left him a voicemail, not expecting to call back for two or three weeks because you know paternity leave and <laughs> new kids. And same day, I, I think his wife went to the hospital the next day. Same day, calls me back, gives us a rundown of everything, says this is what you need to do, this is what I need, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm like, this is just remar- I'm not used to this. <laughs> I, yes. I, I don't get it, but we do it. We, we still offer that high-touch service I think people want, but you don't have to be a billionaire. No, we'll accept billionaires, but you don't have to be a billionaire to, to, to work here, to work with us. Yes, to, to talk to a real person, and, and, and my team all knows that that phone, 
Well, we have 20 lines in here and we have a system if it don't get answered, you know, because you get busy. But every client knows that we want to talk to that client that has a need. And many times they're excited about something. They just need to say, oh, you're fine. Thanks for calling, but it's not something to lose sleep over. They need that person. Yes. And and what is that worth? I want to find a way to put a number to that. (laughs) Because it's worth a lot. It's worth being able to sleep eight hours a night. (laughs) And I know when people work here, what's the big deal? We can call them whenever. No. We want that phone answered. We want them... uh, to be comforted, we want them to know that somebody, if the person answering the phone can't answer it, somebody will be back within 24 hours. We'll figure it out. That, that's, and the team, I think, does a great, great job of that. Yeah. I, I'd never hear somebody say, I called up there and can't get a call back. Well, I've, I have had new people come in and they say, well, that was one of the problems they had with their old account. They wouldn't return their messages. Mm-hmm. You know, they wouldn't call them back, and they, you know, they're not telling them how long it's going to take, or, you know, or they've got an IRS letter, and you know, it's scary to get an IRS letter. Mm-hmm. And have you ever tried calling? I mean, you probably have tried calling the IRS. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a nightmare right now. Yeah. And we really want to handle that for them. We would rather them not talk to the IRS yeah. if they're one of our our clients. You know, right? Please just make sure we get everything. Let us handle it, and. Um, it's fun to do that. Yeah, it's fun I, to feel that comfort. And I had a I had a new client that came in here that had heard about us, and they came in with a letter from the IRS saying, "Well, the you owe us twelve thousand dollars. We make corrections to your return." So, and I fixed it that week. Wow! And the whole twelve thousand dollar bill was just gone. I mean, this is routine. Yeah, yeah. that's just what, it's what a normal is, thing around here. Well, what does a client do when he gets a letter like that? Who does he go to? What is? I mean, there's just nothing but panic because they can't get a hold of the IRS. and Even though they have 20,000 more agents, you still can't get a hold of them. <laughs> well, I don't think they're putting them on the phones. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, they're putting them on the ground. Yeah, yeah right now, it's in the, and I'd like to say all tax notices get cleared up that fast, but no, they don't. Uh, yeah. uh, most of them do. Yeah. Most of them we can clear up pretty quick or we can explain to them why mm-hmm. um, they're getting it uh, or what we need to do. Um, but yeah, we have some that are ongoing and we do see the occasional audit. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and we're, we're prepped to handle that as well. Yeah. Well, Heather, this is, and Dennis, uh, this has been a fantastic time. Uh, okay. This is a great uh, for, for business owners watching. We know it's, it can be a scary time as you head into tax season and it can be even scarier when you don't know what your tax liability could be when you don't know your numbers. Um, and, even in this short time um, and through 2023, here's the call to action. Just give us a call. Just give us a call. Uh, it's never a sales pitch because part of what we're trying to do is figure out what you need and understand what you need. And sometimes it might be really simple. Sometimes it might be an elaborate tax diversity plan. But that's the key. That, that We're here as your guide, as your resource. And we have people just like Heather who truly care. I mentioned all the 20 years, um, master's, uh, CPA, EA. I mean, if there's a qualification, she's getting it or has it. And it's because she cares. Uh, And it's hard to find nowadays, and uh, we we truly care. So thanks, Heather. Thanks, Dennis. 
Thank you, uh, listener, for watching. Uh, if it's the holidays while you're watching this, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, uh, Happy Holidays all. And uh, we'll see you next time on the Wealth Management Unfiltered Podcast.